You're listening to Great Big Talk, a multidisciplinary creative conference and podcast series for inspiring the next generation of artists and entrepreneurs. Today, we'd like to introduce you to a poet, Ciara Freeman. People come to believe that you have a confidence that they do not have, that there is something in you that they cannot possess. Um, and I am big for individuality. I do think we all have things that everyone does not have, and I think that's great. But confidence is not one of those things, y'all. If I cannot make my mascara right, I do not want to get out of bed, baby. And it is because insecurity and confidence can and should live inside of the same body. And I just want us to really think about what it is that we want to see better than this world. And I want us to really think about what it is inside of us that we can better for this world. And I want us to do it confidently. If Dean thought I was good enough, then they probably should just shut up and take notes. So uh, I realized that that was an insecurity I conquered. Being great all the time is not great. It's not, it's not human. So make sure your focus is on the good things, y'all. Make sure your focus and you're focusing on you. It is the best parts of you that you are constantly engaging with, right? Good morning, Cleveland. Woo! Good morning. So um, I am CR Freeman. Born and raised in Cleveland, Ohio. Very, very, very proud of that. Um, and I do speak a lot. In fact, my email is crfreemanspeaksalot at gmail.com because I like to make sure people know when they're engaging with me what they're about to get exactly, which is a lot of conversation. Um, and I was really excited when I got asked to do this. Um, I haven't got to speak in a long time. Um, and it's a major part of my existence. And I didn't realize how major it was until it was no longer available for me to do. Um, and I think a lot of us have been realizing that artists and, and otherwise, uh, this pandemic has done a lot to how we interact with other human beings. Um, and I think it's given us time to think about how we want to engage with other human beings in the future. And I think that's super important. Um, so I've been thinking about what I would do and what I would say the very next time I got an opportunity to be on a microphone in front of people. Um, and it's great that the conversation that I've been asked to speak on today is insecurity because it directly relates to what I wanted to say the next time I got on the microphone. Um, and one of the things about writing and being on stage consistently and constantly in your life is people come to believe that you have a confidence that they do not have, that there is something in you that they cannot possess. Um, and I am big for individuality. I do think we all have things that everyone does not have, and I think that's great. But confidence is not one of those things, y'all. I really need you to understand that. I get DMs every day from young women across the world telling me I am so brave, telling me that they look up to me, that they go to sleep at night listening to my poems. They wake up in the morning listening to my poems and they are just amazed at my tenacity. And I wanna tell them, girl, I cried six times in the mirror this morning. Baby girl, some days 
If I cannot make my mascara right, I do not want to get out of bed, baby. And it is because insecurity and confidence can and should live inside of the same body. I think people think it is one or the other, and that is the only way to function. And I especially want young women, specifically young black women to know that is not true. It is okay to question yourself. I think sometimes questioning yourself is how we keep our ego in check, is how we stop ourselves from becoming raging narcissists. Okay, there are some days where I look at myself and I am like, she is a bad mama jamma and you cannot tell her a thing. And then there are some days where I'm like, oh, baby girl needs to be told a thing or two. Baby girl needs to find accountability in things. Baby girl needs to understand she is checkable. She can be wrong. Being great all the time is not great. It's not, it's not human. And in order to be a hero for anyone, especially yourself, you have to reach full humanity. You have to allow yourself to sit in those spaces where you don't feel great. You need to identify whether it is a childhood trauma, whether it's something you picked up along the way. You need to take time. You need to identify that. You need to unpack that. It's okay to sit inside those moments, just like we sit inside those confident moments. It does not make you any less confident. Being insecure does not make you any less confident. I can get on stage just as confident with all the insecurities in my body. Um, and I wanna go ahead and talk about some personal insecurities because I think when I say the word insecurity, because I talk about it a lot on stage anyway, I feel like I've talked about it in a way that's vague, which makes it comfortable for me, right? And that's a security. Um, I am 30 and there were so many things that I thought I would be and do by the time I was 30 years old. I turned 30 during quarantine too. I expected to turn 30 on a beach, really truly expected to turn 30 on a beach. Still sad that I was 30, but like sad with the mojito, so it would be different. Um, Y'all know it's different with the mojito. Um, so, but that's not quite how it turned out. And instead I got to be sad on my couch um, and I got to perform for people virtually and that was great. Uh, but I realized that sometimes when I speak about things, that do make me feel insecure. I kind of, I glaze over them. And the things that I'm very secure about, well, I can talk about forever. And I think that is what makes people believe that I am just this uber confident person. And I think that's about focus, right? So I want to talk about what you focus on in yourself. It's okay to feel insecure. It's okay to check yourself, but also make sure your focus is on the good things, y'all. Make sure your focus, when you're focusing on you, it is the best parts of you that you are constantly engaging with, right? Um, and also check yourself, like I'm about to do now. So I have a lot of insecurities. One was turning 30. Uh, another one that is super prevalent is I do not have a degree, and I've been in the literary community since I was 16, meaning I've been a young Black queer woman who has spoken in Ivy League colleges, um, MFA programs I have taught with no degree. And I have had many, many, many a student, especially white students, look at me like, what is she doing here? What right does she have to teach me? What can I possibly learn from this girl who was nothing but an entertainer? And that used to sit with me for so long to the point where I had to get four pages worth of publications to feel like I proved myself. Um, and that was insecurity because I realized now at 30, I absolutely did not have to prove myself to anyone. 
accept myself and if I was happy with myself and if I was still getting paid to teach them in these Ivy League colleges, if they deemed thought I was good enough, then they probably should just shut up and take notes. So uh, I realized that that was an insecurity I conquered, but it's, it's definitely one that affected me for a long time. I'm also queer um, and Baptist, and that is one hell of an intersection, y'all, especially in the Black community. And I had a very, very, very hard time reconciling that, going into these Baptist and religious spaces and feeling like maybe I do not belong here. Maybe this is wrong for me to be here, feeling like I was intruding on a space that I was raised in, that I loved. Um, and that's still an insecurity that I work on regularly, but I face it. And I think that is the most important thing about insecurities is they have to exist because you have to check yourself, but you got to face them. So um, a few years ago, I was a Sunday school teacher and I made sure that it was very LGBTQ inclusive teachings that I was doing in my Sunday school class. So that if there were little queer kids in that class, that the insecurities that I had to carry maybe wouldn't be inherited. Because I also think insecurities are inherent, y'all. I think we think we walk around with insecurities that are purely our own, things that we came up with by ourselves. And I'm telling you, that is not true. We have a whole society that is focused on making you insecure. That is how we sell products. That is how capitalism works. They do not want you to feel good about yourself, especially if you are Black, true if you are of color, definitely if you are a woman. They are not interested in feeling good if you feeling good about yourself. It is truly a war on your confidence and you have to be armed at all times and you have to face it. One of the, one of the best parts of being alive right now, in my opinion, as like a young black writer creative is that I get to observe and see history and, and it's, it's on fire right now. People are fighting back. People are engaging in ways that we have been that the black, the black people have been for forever, but it's now getting the attention that it deserves. Um, it's now getting allies that were not allies before. It's getting bigger than it has ever been, ever nationally, internationally. People are standing up for themselves and the people they love, and that takes confidence. That says, if I lose my job, I lose my job. That says, if I don't get booked for this show, I don't get booked for this show. If I am not treated as well as I was treated last year at the Thanksgiving, then oh well. That is confidence. That is confidence. When you engage with people politically and say, nah, son, that ain't right. That takes confidence. There has been a whole world telling you to shut up, be quiet, and go with the flow. And in some form, we are all guilty of that in some form or fashion. And it's because we are insecure. It is because we are scared we are not enough. That our fight is not enough. It is, it is alone. So I know it is collectively. I think about the confidence that it took for Asada Shakur to do what Asada Shakur did. I think about the confidence it took for Martin Luther King and Malcolm X to do what they did. I think about the confidence it takes for Black trans women just to exist in this world every day the way that they do. And I realize it is not impossible. I realize who cares if my highlighter is not popping today? Who cares if this white woman does not think I deserve to be in the same journal as she does? Who cares if the kids who called me 
Oreo when I was young, when I was in my hood, who said I was too white acting to hang with them. Who cares what they think about me? I have so many more important things to focus on. And I just want us to really think about what it is that we want to see better in this world. And I want us to really think about what it is inside of us that we can better for this world. And I want us to do it confidently. I want us to acknowledge the insecurities. I want us to say, I know I feel small. I know my voice feels tiny. I know it is hard. Acknowledge that, sit with it, and then get up and let it go. Because we got shit to do, y'all. The time is absolutely now. And we have got to be ready for that. If that's cool, let me hear y'all say cool. Fantastic. Can I do a poem before I go? Cool. Be on a microphone and not do a poem. It feels ridiculous. I want to do a poem um, that is centered on Black joy, because it's Juneteenth. So if that's cool, let me hear you say cool. Cool. Also, uh, this is my mom's favorite poem, and I know she is watching right now. So I told you I would do this, and I am doing it. I listen. You think I'm the disobedient one, but I'm not. So y'all want to talk about mamas. Okay then, my mama. My mama, so strong, a hurricane named his kids after hers. My mama, so much pressure. She made three diamonds in 39 years. My mama, so smooth. She talked like her skin, my mama. So smart, y'all, she became my mama, my mama. So black, America don't know whether to kill her or clone her, my mama. So hood, if you GPS survival, you end up in her arms, my mama. So magic, unicorns chose not to exist when they heard she was coming, my mama. So old, baby. She could teach you something, my mama. So bougie, she taught me not to talk about other folks' mamas, my mama. So black, when you sit her next to God, you can barely tell the difference, my mama. So holy, duh, my daddy is a ghost, my mama. So Midwest, she said, bless your heart. And then fuck you, my mama. So down south, she said, Bless your heart. And meant fuck you, my mama. So many summers in Brooklyn with her Aunt Catherine, she said fuck you and meant fuck you, my mama. Who whip your ass so fast to forget what you done did, my mama. Who gather you in her arms so fast to forget what you done did, my mama. So fly, she got birds embarrassed, my mama. So pretty, she make flowers shy, my mama. So loud, the devil, shh. My mama, so fat, boy. Your pockets is jealous, my mama. So soft, girl, them edges is jealous, my mama. So fresh, 
Boy, your breath is jealous, my mama. So black, she gave her three daughters everything she got, my mama. So poor, she gave her three daughters everything she got, my mama. So hood, she gave her three daughters everything she got, my mama. So nosy, she nosy, y'all. But she kept me alive. Thank you. Thank you for your time. It's the beginning of an awesome day. Go make something great, guys. And we'll see you later.